Welcome to The Nerdy Athlete, the podcast to help you and me live intentionally and fully through health, fitness, and productivity. I'm Zachary Lang, and I'm a nerdy athlete. So recently we had the end of a quarter, and if quarter sounds a little too corporate to you, uh, you could even say the end of a season. It was the end of March, and I took a few days to conduct a personal retreat. During this time, I thought about and reviewed my life's purpose, the roles I play in my life, how the year has gone so far, what I want the next three months to look like, you know, and, and more. I'd love to share some of this process with you because I find it really beneficial and in support of an intentional and full life. So some of y'all may be familiar with the concept of the weekly review from the Getting Things Done methodology. The premise of the weekly review is to get current on your commitments, your obligations. And this is something you do each week uh, at the end or start of the week. Whereas the quarterly retreat or personal retreat is done every season, three months, quarter, what have you. Michael Hyatt says the quarterly review, what I'm calling a personal retreat, is a more extended version of the weekly review. In the weekly review, you climb to the top of the trees and peer out at the forest. In the quarterly review, you take a hot air balloon up to a thousand feet or so and see how the forest fits into the overall landscape. So that's what I like to think this personal retreat is a higher level view of my life beyond the day-to-day and weekly obligations. I also should say that there is hardly any original thinking here. Everything is a remix, right? So I've taken aspects from other systems, concepts from different people, and sort of made my own thing. But I will give uh, credit, of course, where credit is due, and put links in the show notes. A little forethought and preparation go a long way to making a personal retreat successful. A couple of things to consider. Communicate with your partner and family about your retreat, the intention, the need for some alone time and thinking and working time. Um, Sort of related, if you can travel for your retreat, that would be amazing. Get away from your routine, change your contexts and surroundings. I think it would be wonderful to rent a cabin for a few nights. I would also highly recommend taking a couple days off from work. While this isn't necessarily a vacation, the work you do over the personal retreat is really important both personally and professionally. So taking a step away from day-to-day work to, well, work on your career should be an easy trade-off. All right, so you've done your prep work. Today is personal retreat day. Now what? I've put together a list of steps that I follow that works for me. Maybe try these out and see what works for you. So the first thing I wanna do is to get into a positive mindset. I list out my big wins from the past three months, What did I accomplish? What am I proud of? I want to be going into this process feeling confident and hopeful. And celebrating success from the past quarter really helps me get into that mindset. Next, I want to concentrate on the big picture vision for my life and this year. I review, consider, and revise, if needed, my life purpose and vision. This is a phrase or sentence that inspires you in your life purpose. If you want to learn more, I'd really highly, highly, highly recommend the book Living Forward by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy, which details out the, the whole process for putting together a life plan. For, uh, so for example, my life purpose and vision that I review uh, on these retreats is, I exist to make a meaningful impact in people's lives by helping them live intentionally and fully through health, fitness, and productivity. I believe that these three focuses go hand in hand with each other. Next, I review and consider and revise my yearly theme. 
So I first heard about the concept of the yearly theme from CGP Grey on the Cortex podcast. I'll put a link to a YouTube video he put together that explains the concept really well. The yearly theme is an overall idea of how you would like to approach each year. So it's, it sort of becomes almost a guiding principle for your work and personal life for that period. So for me this year, my yearly theme is the year of rhythm, which resonates with me in terms of routines and rituals. The next step is probably the most time and energy intensive step. In this step, we're going to review all the roles we play in our life. So first up, think through and list out your roles. For me, I've got Zachary. I'm me, right? I want to continue growing and learning, which I see as part of this role. Other roles include husband, dad, athlete, coach, director, which is at work, CFO, which is at home, son and brother, friend. In a workflow sense, I'm using the application Craft to write down a lot of this, uh, a lot of this down. However, this process could totally be done in any text editor, note-taking app, or just pen and paper. For each and every role that I just listed out, I'll think through the following questions. What about this role brings me delight? What about this role brings me dread? What or who am I undervaluing? What should I keep doing? What should I be doing more? What should I stop doing? What should I put on hold? And finally, how does this fit into the year of rhythm or whatever your yearly theme is? This isn't necessarily a linear process. If I'm in the process of thinking through an answer to coach and something about dad resonates with me, I'll go back and add it to the dad sheet. You got to set aside some time for this process. This isn't easy. And honestly, it may take a couple of hours. Uh, taking breaks as needed is really helpful. I like to use something like the Pomodoro technique to break up working sessions into more manageable and focus-minded uh, chunks. After the questions portion of this, I'll gather any key takeaways or action items. For example, like any conversations I need to have after reviewing my what should I stop doing list. Next up is goals. So following that roles review is a goals review. I'll look back at the goals I set for the last three months. How far did I get? This isn't a binary true false answer here. If I got 75% done with a goal, I want to note that. High achievers like us nerdy athletes typically measure progress as a yes or no. Did I complete that race or not? Did I finish that project? But the process and, and oftentimes the, the journey is just as if not more valuable. So we want to capture and celebrate that progress. In terms of goal achievement, I want to think through what worked, what didn't work. Were there any habits that I need to include more here? And then uh, now that I've looked back at the previous quarter, I'll start looking ahead. First, I'll look at the next three months on my calendar. Is there anything I want to be aware of that may have an impact, not necessarily in a good or bad way, on achieving any goals? Uh, are there any major events coming up, major deadlines, major projects, rejuvenation time, vacation, travel, anything that would, uh, like I said, have an impact on any sort of goal achievement. Speaking of goals, now is the time. So I'll review my progress from above in terms of how far did I get on my previous goals? Did I complete them? If not, do I need to revise, remove, replace any? And it's okay if I do this. I just want to be intentional about any changes that I make. And then I'll put it all together. I'll take the vision and purpose 
any action items or ahas that I gathered from the roles review, how I did on previous goals, any big rocks on my calendar. Uh, I'll think through what resonates as new goals for the upcoming quarter. Um, what, what I want to sort of really speak to here also is to prevent burnout and promote success. I have to be cognizant that I stick with no more than three goals per quarter. It's okay if I complete some ahead of time and want to sort of add in new ones, but uh, I should not necessarily be working on more than three at any one time. I have a couple of things I want to do after I've finished the retreat work, the roles review, the goal review and setting. The first thing I want to do is follow up and share everything with my partner. I want us to be on the same page, not only with goals, but vision and purpose, any time or financial commitments, um, anything else that I want to achieve. We'll talk about how we can support each other. After having that partner conversation, I'll set up any workflows, projects, journal pages, etc., that are going to help support me throughout the next three months. And then finally, I too have a productivity coach. I'll share my thoughts and goals, uh, my thoughts on goals and supporting habits with her and get her insight into having a successful quarter. So to recap the steps I took for my personal retreat, I did any necessary prep work, communicated with my family, took some days off, got myself in a positive mindset by journaling my big wins from the past three months. I reviewed my life purpose, vision, and roles and previous goals. I looked ahead at the next three months on my calendar. I set no more than three specific goals for the next quarter. And then I shared everything with my partner and my coach. My final thought is that I don't want to drift through life. And taking a step away from the business and busyness of day-to-day life to clarify my vision and essential roles, weeding out what's not working, adding in what's missing, and preparing to have a productive and successful quarter is a key step in me not drifting, but being an intentional nerdy athlete.